Hello, and welcome back to some podcasts. And today we'll be looking at the question, what impact did Japanese internment have on society, and what impact did Fred Korematsu and Korematsu versus U.S. case have on Japanese internment? The Japanese immigrated across the Pacific Ocean in the 1860s, arriving first in Hawaii, where they worked hard in the sugarcane fields, while others immigrated to the West Coast, where they worked as fishermen and farmers. They weren't very involved in the society because they weren't allowed citizenship or voting rights. There were many all-Japanese communities where they would get their own education and jobs apart from the rest of America. Then, when things were relatively stable in these communities, on December 7, 1941, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. This caused the War Department to suspect some of the Japanese Americans as people who might sabotage places or act as spies for the enemies, when really they are not. Then, on February 19, 1942, Franklin Roosevelt signed Executive Order Number 9066, which meant all Japanese Americans were to be put in internment camps until the war was over. But Fred Korematsu didn't comply. Fred Korematsu was born in the U.S., and when he was 23, he moved away from his home that he knew in California and moved inland to a boarding house with the new name Clyde Sarah by saying he is Spanish-Hawaiian, he avoids the internment camps until May 30, 1942. When he is taking a walk, policemen come up to him and start asking questions. And he gives them the name Clyde Sarah, hoping they would believe it, which they don't, and he is soon arrested. In 1944, he allows his case to be brought to court but he loses 6-3. In Topaz, the internment camp, he helps build stuff like a hospital, even though the men he works with are not friendly. Soon he gets to go outside of the walls to pick sugar beets, eventually being able to leave the camp for good when he moves to Salt Lake City. Starting from the beginning, Fred Korematsu believed that Japanese Americans are fully loyal Americans, and it is their country too. When he flees inland, he does not feel like a criminal for disobeying the orders to go to the internment camps. He believes he should have all the same rights as other American citizens. All the newspapers he reads during his stay inland have accusing words about Japanese Americans. While he stays in the boarding house, he thinks about his family in the internment camp a lot and wonders what it is like there. After getting arrested, he makes friends with someone named Ernest, and he writes letters about the harsh things in the camp, like the dust. Some other men think Fred thinks he is different from them, which makes him not friendly to him. He tries to stay positive during his time there, and he also stays positive on his court case, that someday he would be proven right. Although he lost the case the first time, Forty years later, info was found that lawyers were lying when saying there was evidence of Japanese Americans signaling the enemies, when there was actually evidence that they weren't. 
There were reports that claimed the decision for internment was made more because of racism than military necessity. These reports were burned by the lawyers. But these reports were later recovered in the National Archives, along with some other things. Finally, in 1988, the government apologized, calling it a mistake and a misjustice, providing $20,000 as a compensation. With that, thanks for watching, and bye.